0: How much does that milk cost? <laughs> oh, it's about three lightning bolts. <laughs> That's expensive
1: milk. Where are you <laughs> in Europe?
0: Command, command, Commander Smith. We play, we build on Commander Smith Command, Command, Commander Smith, Command, Command We build our decks, then we play them, then we talk about it on this podcast. Some are stupid, but whatever
1: Yeah, burn. <laughs> you got it no <laughs> you don't you, you don't know i should it. it's it's in my head i just don't know what it is do you know a band no nirvana oh it smells like team
0: spirit jeez yeah
1: <laughs> no that's great that is great <laughs>
0: i was like oh i didn't do it from the beginning of the song i had to kind of pick it up <laughs> later because i was just like that
1: isn't working very well <laughs> that's great Yeah. Uh, <laughs> i'm sorry You <laughs> <disappointed>, um, Lowry. <laughs> well welcome to commander smiths everybody uh i'm lowry smith and i am adam smith we're we're actually cousins if you didn't know that <laughs> uh and this is going to be episode two for us uh, and and number
0: two yeah not an actual 2.5 two. this time no not number 1. number <laughs> yeah. two
1: and i hope it's not going to be poopy <laughs> <laughs> Poopy. I like your your choice of words there, yeah, Larry.
0: You can catch us on uh, Twitter at Commander Smiths, or you can also email us at CommanderSmiths at gmail dot com if you uh, have any questions or comments. Or you can leave the bad comments to yourself. Just yeah. shoot us a little t- a little tweet
1: tweeter. We'll, we'll try and interact with you yeah, if as much uh, as we can, if you would like. <laughs> If not, leave a comment saying, leave me alone. But, <laughs> I'm um, not going
0: to listen anymore.
1: And so today we're going to talk about like a, a pretty controversial subject within the finance of Magic. And that's going to be the reserved list. Yeah,
0: there's a lot of people, especially with the specking people, um, they don't like that the reserved list has been bought out over the last year. Last year, it's been kind of crazy with the reserved list
1: it's i mean a little frustrating when you want to go and find a card that's not amazing yeah it's just old and then somehow it became a hundred dollars yeah and we're gonna avoid those cards today (laughs) i mean we'll we'll
0: talk about them we're mainly focused on the reserve list edh stuff and that's really what we bought when we went and specced on these it wasn't really more of a spec it was more of hey these might actually be used in EDh so we might as well get them right now before they get bought up and they're fifty dollars a piece you know yeah, or
1: or more yeah, yeah that's
0: being and nice they're not printing them again so why not just get yourself a couple of them we got yeah I it's mean it's not ones gonna ones get were, cheaper yeah, yeah exactly so this is a, a spec that will only go up but we're not specking like a normal spec where you're like waiting for the bank to you know for somebody make a crazy deck with it. It's more of, we want these cards for tools for our decks.
1: For, yeah, and, and so we're trying to get... Part of speculating is making sure that you're getting cards at a cheaper price so that you're not paying an arm and a leg in the future. So, exactly.
0: Um, and that's actually kind of why we started speculating yeah, in the first yeah. place is because we were buying cards for cheap and then... We are like, oh, crap, well, we, these are good cards, and then they jump, and we're like, oh, maybe we should sell some of these, and that's kind of where we...
1: The best example would be the dual lands, Yeah. and that's where, we'll when it off. was just kind of like, yeah, we wanted to talk about this in general. If you can get them, try and get them, but
0: they are... They're only going to go up. They're not going to go They're used
1: down. in every format that they are legal in, uh, and they're used a ton, and they're rare, and they're hard to get. Yeah
0: i mean uh, we started buying those Man,
1: when they were like tw- i was buying plateaus when they were like 25 yeah. 30 dollars well i, I, I said think you the bought last episode
0: yeah. that i got um underground sea for 40 bucks right before the big yeah. jump
1: and then i remember going oh that's a great price i i'm gonna try and save up for the underground sea for 50 oh, yeah. you were and trying to do the, the, next, the next was
0: that saving or were you trying to trade
1: i know yeah their dual lands are impossible to trade yeah. for uh and i don't have that many lightning bolts i don't have 50 or 3 <laughs> 300 to trade away but uh, they is that the going price for it, dual <laughs> lands as lightning bolts is like kind three, of curds-y? 300 300 lightning bolts <laughs> for an underground sea yeah. I like
0: that currency. No
1: nobody's gonna buy that. There's,
0: hey, how much does that milk cost? Oh, it's about three lightning bolts.
1: <laughs> That's expensive milk. Where are you in Europe?
0: You know, we only drink the, the silky milk. I don't know. No, we don't. We drink regular gas station Uh-oh. target milk. Actually mm-hmm. prefer target milk. So maybe yep. a half a lightning bolt yeah <laughs> for price yeah. What, what's the lightning
1: bolt running well, right lightning's now? about the lightning bolt's about three bucks
0: yeah so target's about two bucks for <laughs> a gallon of milk yeah. so it's, it's uh two-thirds so, of a. <laughs> so but the,
1: the next month before i was able to save up enough money to get a 50 dollar underground fee it was like 100 120 dollars and i was just like well i'm not gonna get that yeah and, that's um, kind of crazy but so that I mean, was unfortunate those are
0: still you just you're missing two you said two or three you know what
1: i i went threw it in my head again I'm missing four I'm missing Bayou and then tropical island volcanic island and underground and sea. sea okay so yeah
0: and like I even suggested to you Larry at some point if you get the money to do it is to finish those off because that has been one of the nicest things especially with the fetch lands and uh, commander decks EDh decks mm-hmm. being able to get something that doesn't have a downside to it yeah is prime to get but that's we're not really talking about that spec we're just kind of getting those out of the way because you definitely gotta if you don't have them and you have the money to buy them i would say get yourself one play set and then
1: not, not a place play sorry a play set. Not play one, set. Of each. one of
0: each and you can go buy our how we do proxies proxies but that's just our play group everybody's play group is different but mm-hmm. uh, i feel like the way we've been doing our play group it's helped out save us all a lot of money like we talked on the first podcast yeah um, the other ones that we were Gonna discuss where the Urza Saga lands.
1: Urza Saga lands are are varying in power. Let's say that. So
0: Gaea's yeah, Cradle is gonna be a little tough to come by.
1: Understandable. Uh, that's if um, you can get your hands on it. Good card. We'll we'll bring it up a second episode, but basically what you do is when it's $5 and you're a kid, you trade it away to your cousin, (laughs) and then he has it, and that's how you get it. Keldron the Warlord, (laughs) you are my savior. Um, But yeah, Gaea's Cradle is really good, along with Sarah's Sanctum, uh, in any enchantment deck, so it works really well with Zur the Enchanter, or Ural the Miststalker. I mean, those are just the easy examples at this point.
0: Yeah. Uh, Tolerium Academy, am I saying that right? Is it, I think T- it's Academy? Yeah,
1: Tolerium Academy is ban- banned. banned
0: in, in EDH, so really we yeah. wouldn't say invest in that. That's more of a collector thing if you want to go and go for that. Yeah,
1: and, but it's banned for a reason, and yeah. it's really good and really powerful. Yeah,
0: hopefully they unban it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they made a flip card of it. They made it so it's not as bad, because isn't that? Yes.
1: Storm the Vault yeah. was a spec that I talked about last time yep. uh, on the first episode, and storm the vault is a flip card that turns into essentially tellurium academy and it should be really good yeah actually it, i mean
0: we said it on the other episode but that that's such a good card actually. yeah it's, it's so easy it's a to a great flip, card especially if you're playing an artifact deck which you should be playing with that card anyways so easy and, flip and
1: then uh black one Pyrexian tower
0: oh yeah i don't i don't have that one actually
1: it's a pretty solid sack outlet for you um, said sack sack (laughs) (laughs) sacrifice outlet for a lot of different types of decks uh and it just whenever you sacrifice a creature uh it produces or you you can tap it it to sacrifice a creature and add two black mana to your mana pool
0: yeah that's not too bad that's what that's a pretty decent one i what i don't remember what the red one does the
1: red one is one it's not good it is Shivan Gorge, and it is uh, a leg- you know legendary land. You tap it, red, two colorless, and it deals one damage to each opponent.
0: Oh, that's pretty garbage. Yeah, like that's why I don't own that one. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I actually own two, so <laughs> and I keep taking it out of decks.
0: It's the only one that isn't actually expensive out of all of them. It seems like
1: it's actually been reprinted as oh, well. Oh, um, oh yeah, it's I guess not it's on not the, not the reserve, on reserve list. list. There we go. So it was in FTV uh, Realms. Uh, and it has very pretty art there.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's so, a pretty garbage one. But anyway, the the ones that we're really focused on was Gaia's the List ones. Yeah. yeah, Gaia's Cradle and the the white With one. Sarah's Sanctum. There we go. My name's Smith Lowry. But, <laughs> but uh, those weren't the ones we really were going to talk about for this podcast. We just kind of wanted to get those out they, of the way. They're,
1: they're a little bit like get them if you can. Uh, if you again, have the, the money to get it. It's yeah, they're good pretty to have. expensive at this point.
0: But uh, I think you're going to start us off with your number one. We're going to kind of start with the spendy cards and then work our way down. This actually was probably going to be split into two different podcasts. We'll start off with...
1: We've got a bunch of exciting cards. Uh, first one I want to start off with is Intuition, uh, which is a blue instant uh, from Tempest. And it's a blue two colorless. And you get to search your library for any three cards, any three cards and uh, your opponent gets to choose which one you get to put in your hand, and the other two goes into the graveyard. That's pretty good. Now, the the, the back, or the bad side of that is your opponent gets to choose which card you get. Yeah. The nice thing that you, where you want to do is you want to set up a package where you're going to get uh, a positive out of it. So that's kind of similar to, was it Gifts Ungiven? Gifts Ungiven, yeah, which is actually banned in Commander. Oh, I actually didn't and realize so, that. And that's four mana. Oh, yeah, this I didn't know three. that. This is three. And so you want to you wanna set up a package. You can do the same thing that a lot of people do with Gifts Ungiven is unburial rights, badass creature, put them both in the graveyard, unburial rights it back. Yeah. Uh, this, you can do that same thing uh, and potentially get double value if they put the unburial Unburial rights into your hand. Mm-hmm. And then you get to get both those creatures or if you get one big creature into your hand, you can still on barely right the other one yeah um this way you can also go with since it's any card as well you can go with a life from the loan package and get two lands that are really good no matter what both those lands are gonna go into your hand and then you can start dredging things
0: so wait it's discard two cards or, it's put no, two it's cards, your into, cards your into your graveyard one, one into card your hand. hand okay yep yeah you can set it up pretty nice
1: and you know what the best card about mm-hmm. what the best part about this card is? It's blue. Yeah. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> you're, you're already in a very powerful yeah. color.
0: Yeah. No, that's a good card. Actually, when you showed me that card, I hadn't seen that card. So I don't own a copy of that bad boy. My first uh, – well, actually, wait, 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 I wanted to know what the price was on that.
1: So the price of this card is sitting right around $35, and it's been that way for uh, at least two years, I, I'm guessing off the top of my head. I've had it for years at this point. Did you get it for 35 or you got it for... I bought mine for $0.20 cents in a bargain bin oh. barrel. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, good for you, yeah, Larry. <laughs> yeah. That was like eight, nine years ago. Nice.
0: <laughs> well, that was and, a good uh, investment right there. Yeah.
1: And I remember at that time I, I saw it and I was like, this is a $20 card.
0: <laughs> so even at that time it was pretty expensive.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's it's good. The One of the downsides about it is that it does have a Judge Foil promo. That oh, so was it has a little bit more it. printed. Yeah, and that's that's some of the stuff that Reserve List had loopholes before, I think, 2010. And that's, that's a little bit uh, hard to judge on that part as well. But,
0: but it once again with all of these cards that we're going to be talking about none of these cards i would say are going to go down so yeah it it's only going to go up the only way that these cards go down is if magic falls apart altogether
1: <laughs> and then <laughs> Which, this whole thing is pointless yeah exactly
0: so. <laughs> so i mean every card that we talk about here is going yeah. to go up and with the reserve lists i mean this last year with all the buyouts that was happening i'm surprised that card hasn't jumped yeah
1: And and it works so well with so many different graveyard strategies and like a couple decks that I would work with, like Sidissi, Brood Tyrant, you got Dronlu, Lich uh, Lord, and Cedrus the Traitor King. And they're all heavy graveyard strategies that this can work really well in uh, with those commanders.
0: Yeah. It seems like a pretty decent card. I might actually, I need to get that into my collection here (laughs) because I don't have one. I didn't even realize it existed. (laughs) That's kind of why we're doing this. Yeah, exactly. I'm learning too, Lowry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my first one, I'm actually starting with, we both had it on our list here, yep. uh, Earthcraft. We both got those. I just got mine recently. Have you, you've had yours for a little bit, haven't no, you?
1: No, actually, I just bought mine when we were kind of talking about okay. this over the we summer. bought them at the same time. I have wanted it forever. Yeah.
0: and once everything started jumping, that's, both of us started buying the cards yeah. that we wanted yep. out of it. We kind of actually, what we did was we put our list together of... Both went through the whole reserve list, picked out cards we thought were good for commander. I think we even picked out a few specking cards, but mostly everything was commander based.
1: Most yeah, mostly is commander based. But
0: uh anyways, Earthcraft, awesome green card, perfect for creature decks. I mean, green decks mm-hmm. all creature heavy,
1: tokens Anything. strategies when it's you're just, spamming the tokens out there, you just untap a ton of basic lands. Yeah,
0: it's amazing. It's one green, one colorless, it's an enchantment. You can tap an untap creature you control and untap a basic land you could or untap a target basic land. The nice thing is you can do that the turn the creature comes into play because it's just the tap ability. I'm right, right with that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually,
1: yeah. I'm reading it right now again and I realized you can actually untap opponents' basic yeah, lands that's as why well. I that's really cool. When I was saying that, yeah, that's really cool. So wanted. like, if you kind of make a, you can make a little political game there too yeah. and help somebody hey, I'll out. Hey, will help and, you out. Yeah,
0: <laughs> or even if you're playing two-headed giant. True. Yeah, you could help out your 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 partner with that yeah. one. But that one, I just it has been on the rise. It looks like for the past, ooh, it's gone up it tripled in price. I mean, it's been years, but it's gone quite a bit up over the last. Actually, it's not too bad. A couple bucks, probably five, ten bucks. So that, I think that's a a good buy right now because that's yeah. only going to go up.
1: Well, another thing. That I try and do when I'm kind of speculating on cards is I try and take into consideration other formats as well. So this is banned in Legacy. Earthcraft is banned in Legacy. And there's been a little bit of talk about unbanning it. Ooh. Like, there's just people going like, oh, that'd be great. It, this could easily come off the ban list. Well,
0: that's Those are and, fun and, to kind of go after if they...
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's why it's not bad to buy into banned cards in different formats because if they do get unbanned... They go bonkers. Like
0: uh, what's that one that just the Hulk, the Hulk dude? the green one that just uh, got yeah. on band last year prime uh, and- protein hulk there we go yeah that sucker jumped like crazy yep.
1: yeah and then stuff like uh i remember i bought grim monoliths for four dollars a piece you bastard and they're i think they're sitting over 50 right now <laughs> i don't have one yeah oh, i have three you, i bought oh, three at hey, four dollars a hey, piece i'm yeah. your cousin and that's what <laughs> <laughs>
0: you want to trade something yeah I, I might have a keldron warlord i would love it if you <laughs> <laughs> traded me a gays cradle oh that sounds like a good deal yeah <laughs> <laughs> Ah oh, yeah I need to I've been wanting to pull the trigger on one of those bad boys but I haven't bought one of those yet.
1: Yeah. Uh next on the list, Lowry. So next on the list in my opinion, I really like the card Metalworker. Uh Great card. That
0: is an amazing card.
1: And it goes in any artifact deck that yeah. you're going to make.
0: I've used that so many times. That thing's just awesome.
1: It it I I can't believe it's not banned in commander. I like know. it's very similar to um Tolarian academy but you're almost putting out more mana so it, it just drops your dark field dark steel forage on turn four yeah and make all of your artifacts indestructible or and like if you have on winding clock in play you can just untap it and create a ton more mana and sink it into like uh an artifact that has an activated ability
0: it's well it actually i don't think you described the card but what it actually does oh, it's yeah, it's yeah. three colorless right yeah, three Come colorless. Two.
1: It's a 1-2 creature, and you can tap it and reveal as many artifacts in your hand uh, that you can or want to, and you get two mana per artifact that you show. It's just
0: bonkers. It's-
1: <laughs> I mean, the only downside to it is... Your opponent knows what, what you cards have. you have in your hand, whatever you show.
0: But your mana boost is pretty crazy More there. than likely, you're
1: paying or playing half of them yeah, when you tap.
0: This is what I'm showing you, and now I'm playing them all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a very good card. I totally agree with that and, one.
1: And so right now, it's sitting at about $33, and that's gone up about $10 since this summer. I bought mine at about 24
0: I think I actually sold a couple of mine. I had... A play set? Yeah, you had a play, a play set. Set when would it be when we used to play
1: when we were playing sixty cards. 60 casual cards. Decks. So I had yeah.
0: an artifact deck. Actually, it was a modular deck that I made with that that guy. And so then I started selling them off because I only needed to have one for how we played our commander rules. And yeah. it's that's not for modern, right? That's not legal. No, no, not, no, no. Yeah, that's it's, right. Yeah,
1: nothing, nothing we're going to talk about today is legal and modern. modern.
0: Yeah, that's right. Reserve everything. That's why yeah. it's mainly for commander here.
1: And so it it just produces so much mana. And like decks that I would really like putting it in is like Bosch, uh, Iron Golem, or Memnark to like steal a bunch of uh, creatures or permanents and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. I like that pick. Uh, My next pick is... I don't even know how to say this. How how do you say the beginning there? Yavmaya? (laughs) Hollow? Yavami? (laughs) I'm so terrible at pronouncing. I got the hollow part right. (laughs) Uh, basically yeah. that one I, I yeah I say Yavimaya. All right, that sounds good. Like Yavimaya Hollow. It's hey, like Rocky
1: via. <laughs> Yavimaya Hollow. Yavimaya.
0: <laughs> that flows really well. Yeah. Uh, it's, <laughs> that's a legendary land. It comes out, you tap it, one colorless mana, but the nice part about it is you tap one green and you can re- regenerate target creature. Uh, that's it's just good in any green deck. It's a good one to have. There isn't really a land out there that does that so generically just to regenerate any creature
1: totally yeah it's a great card to have in it fits in any green deck it can help save your commander or any other green creature or any creature really
0: and they're not going to print anything like this again so and that one's sitting at 28 kind of had a jump over the last year i believe looks like last year was around 20 bucks so we've had about a eight buck jump over the last year so it's on the rise most of these are going to be on the rise actually
1: people are starting to take notice of these cards yeah. and so again we would suggest that you should at least try and go out and get like one of these most more expensive 30 you know 20 30 dollar range cards because they're worth having they'll, yeah. they'll greatly improve your deck
0: yep you can use them any green deck i have yet i just got that one when we bought all these so i haven't put it um it hasn't made its way into my green decks yet
1: it's solid yeah, yeah. I, I have one i've had one for a couple of years now and it, it how's it played
0: it, with the, i haven't noticed i think i've seen you play it once before like it came out in a game once when well, i played with you
1: like a great thing about i think where i used it was i had it in a Captain to deck and so with it being a legend i'm able to go search for it put it into play that's and then nice. protect uh Captain Sisei and be able to go and like search for stuff and still be able to have it survive yeah
0: that's actually really good i like that
1: very nice. All right, next one. Uh, one card that I really like is Gate to Phyrexia. Now, this is an uh, enchantment that's two black mana. And essentially, during your upkeep, you can sacrifice a creature to destroy target artifact.
0: That's pretty good.
1: And why that's really good, it's, it's a decent card on its own. But the reason it's really good is it's mono black. And it is one of the only effects that destroys an artifact in mono black so that can go in yeheni uh undying partisan and it can just because you're already sacrificing creatures in that deck and it allows you to deal with those troubling artifacts or slow down a ramp player yeah pretty much could go on
0: uh, most black decks there i mean yeah
1: you're handling other people's soul rings
0: and well not really sensei's you wouldn't be able to get rid of that but causing trouble with it but it that seems like a good card to put in. It's a pretty consistent much.
1: threat towards yeah. an artifact. Um it you know there are some styles that aren't going to be good. Yeah, I guess like bigger if,
0: creatures or if whatever. You, if you
1: have a green white deck, you you know green white black, you probably have a, enough artifact removal in green white that you don't necessarily need yeah. this. Like Aura Shards yeah. is just going to be straight up better.
0: Yeah. But that's a pretty good add and you said that there basically isn't
1: this effect in black. Black. Uh and this card is sitting around twenty to twenty-four dollars, and it's a it's a fairly decent price uh, for what it does in the color that you're working with there.
0: Not bad. I actually didn't know about that one. You're you're pulling all these cards that I don't have, Lowry. So now <laughs> I have to actually go spend the money to get these dang cards because <laughs> I do if... want to get them. Like, I just they're not gonna.
1: Wizards, if you would so. like me to sell more cards for you, yeah. you can tweet us at <laughs> CommanderSmiths. Way to get it out there. Are you going to be a,
0: a rep now for Commander? Or no, for Commander probably, for Magic?
1: Probably not. <laughs>
0: uh, next one on the list, actually both of us had this on our list as well, is Memory Jar. Now this one I've used in many decks. I Well, many decks that deal with drawing. Um, the current one that I'm using it in is my Necrosar deck that I talked about last episode that is an awesome deck to use it in. But there's, I have another drawing deck. I have
1: it in my Locust God deck. Oh, yeah. That would work perfect in that. that.
0: Uh, It's five colorless to come out artifact. You can tap it, sacrifice it. Each player sets aside his or her hand face down and then draws seven cards. At the end of turn, each player discards his or her hand and returns his other hand back to their hand. So... Basically, it makes everybody draw seven cards. If you do it on your turn, you're kind of screwing other people over if they're all tapped out. I mean, they're gonna see it come out, but you can tap it and do it right away. Yeah. So you can kind of screw people over with There's
1: that. There's a lot of like hand job stuff in there. A lot of hand job. Bah!
0: <laughs> what are you talking about?
1: It says hand in there a lot. Sorry. <laughs> Just trying to get it. I got you to say hand job though. So it's terrible, Lowry. There's children listening. Maybe. <laughs> Nobody's listening right now.
0: <laughs> this one actually is a a pretty good price. It's at fifteen bucks. It's been there for a while. It hasn't really skyrocketed, which I'm Kind of surprised at because you can well, use one, this in a lot.
1: One reason is this was one of the cards Another. that went through the loophole. This was reprinted at FTV Relics, which was the first FTV or second one after Dragons. Uh, and so people tend to it seems like cards that are on the reserve list that have a premium product reprint of it they tend to be suppressed at this point.
0: Gotcha, yeah, that makes a little more sense. But I mean, this card. I think I bought it, God, I think I got it for about 10, 15 bucks when I got it.
1: Yeah, I mean, cards that I, or decks that I found that it can also work in that we haven't mentioned is like Niv-Mizzet the Firemind, that's just straight up 7 damage to something and anything if Niv-Mizzet's on the field, or Nath of the Leaf will get you a ton of elves after everybody discards.
0: Well, anything that has to deal with drawing, discarding, any of that stuff, I mean, you can use it. With uh, the was it the the Liliana's one where any time a player discards a card, they lose two life.
1: Oh, Liliana's caress. Yeah, yeah, that works with and Megram. Megram, yeah. Um, just think if you have like a Notion Thief in play, you get to huh. draw like everybody's twenty-one cards. cards. <laughs> Thank you. <Yeah. laughs> it's it's an awesome card if you want to try and
0: do something like that. Yeah, there's a lot of cool things you can do with Memory Jar, so that one's a must-have for your collection. Um, and like I said, it hasn't really jumped in price and
1: kind of probably due to what Larry was
0: talking about.
1: So, uh, one card that I really like as well is, uh, Gilded Drake. Now this is card that saw some play in legacy, but Gilded Drake is a blue colorless creature, three, three flyer. When it comes into play, you need to trade your Gilded Drake with another creature and essentially, or a sacrifice. So you can Play it and take the biggest creature on the battlefield. And when you are playing Battlecruiser Magic, a lot of people want to play huge creatures. You get to pay two mana and you get to play their huge creature. That's uh, pretty
0: badass. And you just get it permanently. It doesn't matter if they kill your Gilded Drake or anything. Nope. It's, yeah. oh, you take it.
1: And there there are ways to abuse this too. Like you can play it with a Rune of the Hidden Realms deck and that'll you can blink that and it comes back into play under your control and then you get to steal the next biggest creature. Oh, that's and Ugh. <laughs> yeah it's awesome <laughs>
0: you can tell lowry probably plays this quite a bit and he loves torturing us with I've, it
1: i've done it before i don't so. think i i don't think you've done
0: that one to me necessarily
1: no uh so I, don't get, I have a ton of decks, so I probably have only done it like once, and I'm like, hey, that worked. I'm going to move on.
0: <laughs> See, I like to just keep doing it and doing it. What are we talking about now?
1: <laughs> <laughs> one, Magic. Yeah. Magic, Adam. One, one card that I thought would be really funny to play on this would be Followed Footsteps. Oh, man. And so, that like,
0: would be brutal. <laughs> it'd be like but chaos. Is Followed it, Footsteps, do you have to play it on your creature? No, it's any creature. Any creature? And
1: then you would get that Gilded it's... Drake, and then it would switch with whatever creature and then it would continue until that enchanted that be it'd be super crazy funny easy to follow <laughs> <laughs> so like what the one problem that i was gonna have or but then they try to just
0: kill their gilded drake then they yeah, yeah.
1: they throw it in front of your big fatty and they yeah. would be like no more no more of this shenanigans or they
0: talk to somebody hey i'm gonna tag you with my gilded drake so they don't he doesn't steal any of your shit yeah yeah
1: <laughs> That's probably what I would do. <laughs> well, what you could do is the well, next you're, time you're, when it comes you're, you're into play, <laughs> you, could steal, you could steal that back, and then you could just have that originally and then continue to do it. You're trying to figure this out. <laughs> Stop trying to make a deck on air. <laughs> I I don't know why we would not want to do that. And what price is this one? So right now it's around $24, uh, and it's been that way for, for a, a while. while yeah. Yeah, so I think it jumped – back when uh, this was um, kind of legacy tech uh, against uh, sneak and show deck, which was I'm going to play show and tell or uh, and put an emercool into play. And then other people were like, well, I'm going to put a Gilded Drake into play. And take take your Emmercool You can have <laughs> a the Gilded, Gilded Drake. Drake. <laughs> Great job. Sweet. Yeah. Thanks. So it was sideboard tech and then just kind of jumped from there. And it's, it's steadied out. I don't think it's played much more in legacy anymore. But there's that outside potential as well, which always affect the cards that are in Commander.
0: Yeah, that's a very good card to have in Commander. I mean, you're generally going to be playing with somebody that has a big fatty out there. So to take their fatty without any repercussions, pretty much, they're not going to be able to take it back by killing it. So that's that's a good card. I like that one. I don't have that one also. (laughs) (laughs) I think the rest I have. I think the rest of your list I have. But the the last three, I, I don't have those cards. My next one is Scorched Ruins, and actually, this one kind of jumped a bit because of Blood Sun that just came out in Rivals of Ixalan. Uh, What this is, it comes into play, when it comes into play, you have to sacrifice two untapped lands, or you bury it, but when you tap it, you get four colorless mana to your mana pool. Ooh. Now the reason why this jumped is because Blood Sun makes it so you don't have to sacrifice those two untapped lands.
1: That's that'd be really nice.
0: Yeah. So right before that, it was sitting around ten dollars. So, I mean, it didn't jump crazily, but it's up to fifteen now.
1: So there, there's enough people that see the potential in it. Yeah. That... I
0: got it a while back because I was. I yeah. think it's in my Gitrog deck. So yeah. I was using it for the sack part. I actually wanted the two to sack it. So, so. There,
1: there are decks that that already works in, and yeah. it. Because what's the other land that kind of does something similar? Is it Lotus it's like, Bloom?
0: Uh, it is the It is the Lotus... Lotus Veil. Vale. Lotus, Lotus Veil, vale. vale. yep, yep, that's right. And that does the same thing where you don't but, have to sacrifice. And then you
1: get three uh, mana of any color yep. that you choose.
0: So both of those took quite a big jump. And actually, that would be the next one we would talk about is... It is also on the reserve list.
1: Yeah, Lotus Veil vale and Scorch Ruins are uh holding hands together in <laughs> I a weatherlight set i actually
0: like i think i like lotus veil a little bit better because of the three of any color is pretty nice but it's all one of any color but you can't mix and match it but still pretty badass
1: yeah it depends on what style of deck you're playing as well i think Scorch ruins could be really good in a you know mother mono colored deck yeah. like if you were trying to play with uh you mean lotus veil no, scorch ruins. Like if you because that's for colorless. Or, I, uh, I, monocolored wasn't the right term. I'm thinking more like colorless. There you go. Uh, yeah. And if you have like a Karn deck or one of the new Eldrazi's, like yeah. Kozilek, the Great Distortion, um, that's a lot of quick ramp.
0: Yeah, I think both are. Those are ones I definitely would suggest people getting, and are not terribly expensive as for reserved lands go.
1: Yeah. And one, reserve
0: lands are just ones you kind of wanna. I,
1: I was gonna say one thing that uh, a lot of people undervalue until you figure out that lands are awesome, and then you start almost maybe overvaluing. But we we overvalue lands, and they because they allow you to play Magic.
0: Yeah, it just it makes everything run smooth. Like we said on the the first episode, is yeah. it just that's one of the key things is having the right lands. It just makes your deck flow a lot better. You can cast things easier. You don't get stuck in pickles as much. Yeah. And actually, your next one is a land one as also well. Also a land. Yeah.
1: Uh, Winding Canyons, uh, which is uh, essentially it's tap two, tap it, and then all the creatures that turn you cast at instant speed, uh, which is any turn you can do that. You could do it um, in response to attacks. You can...
0: Yeah, it's pretty. that's pretty sweet.
1: Just playing cards at instant, instant speed, speed, any turn you want to play the The nice thing is there is a
0: card that's similar to it but that's the green blue one it's green
1: blue tap and or and tap it and it's uh alchemist refuge and you get to play any any card so that one's a little better
0: but that one's you have to specifically be be in a green -green blue blue deck and this one can be in any deck
1: this fits in any deck and so it's a lot more versatile even though that it is Creatures. But there there are similar cards out there that kind of do the same thing. So if you are looking to be casting creatures at instant speed, that can work with like Scouts Warning, Leyline of Anticipation, Vidalcan Ori. A lot of these cards allow you to play at instant speed.
0: What's our price sitting at right now?
1: Right now it's it's just under ten dollars for the most part and it's it's Looks like it's buy. been
0: pretty steady at ten dollars too so that's for actually, quite some time yeah it looks like for the last four years you've so kind of been sitting there at ten dollars it's
1: primed boom yeah
0: that's a good one to that's one that one's a good one you could potentially actually spec on instead of just having one copy i mean it's a higher end spec you're looking at ten dollars but yeah. it hasn't jumped up that much and again surprise because playing your creatures at instant speed and it goes in every deck
1: it can go in every day. I think yeah.
0: a, a lot of things, a lot of times, what happens with these reserve list cards is the newer players don't know about them. You yeah. know, the older sets, they don't know about these cards and like what is it's, actually can go in the. i actually it's a learned... lot
1: of it's a lot of work to go through and yeah. dig through some of the good cards and try and figure them out well and so. that's the thing
0: when we were going through this list i learned cards that i didn't know existed even though we've been playing it forever i didn't we didn't follow the sets like we do now where each set we know we yeah see the set... i mean
1: when you're when you're a kid and there's no internet and yeah, exactly to... that's
0: the biggest thing is internet our biggest price thing was scry remember yeah. that oh yeah, there, right. there was actually yeah. a magazine called scry that's yeah. how you saw the prices and it came out
1: once a month once a month but it, it... was
0: pretty pretty crappy you just had a green arrow up air or red arrow or green arrow up red arrow down kind of telling you if your price went up or down and that's kind of <laughs> what we based our trading off of yeah so at the time keldron warlord and Giz cradle were at the same
1: i don't know why we bring this up so much <laughs> Oh. This is, it's a feel-bad moment. I don't know why you would bring that up so much. I do, too, but yeah. that's my feel-bad moment. So, But
0: that's a lot of these cards. I just feel like there isn't... The newer players especially don't know about them, you know, and I feel like they have the potential to really go up once players get a hold of them.
1: Well, it's kind of a high-level skill card as well yeah. because... You don't think about, hey, it's a creature, I want to play it on my turn, I wanna and then people know that I have it. When really you wanna be playing you if you can play a creature at the end of somebody's turn, you can avoid sweepers, yeah. you can avoid potential removal. Um, you have to have if there's a control player, they have to choose if they wanna try and counter counterspell your thing or the uh, somebody else's thing. You're you're creating more decision trees within the game.
0: Yeah. And your interaction with maybe your stuff does stuff to theirs, you yep. know? So yeah. It's, it's a good card. I, and a very good card. Cause it hasn't really jumped in price at all. So, um, I think, uh, you got the next two for these, and then we're going to move into the Alliance lands okay. after that. So right. why don't you go with your next one?
1: So one card that is, uh, essentially one of the first loves of my life. Is it, was, it a sliver? It's a sliver queen. Uh. It is the queen of my heart, <laughs> uh, of, so it's it is a five color slivers. Uh, one of each color, seven seven. You, you know, can... I've never made a sliver deck. Yeah. I hope you're proud about that. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not a noob. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite it was mean. It, it's but, kind of
0: funny though. If it's... you think about it, a lot of people when they're first getting into magic, slivers draw them in, you know, like you think about uh, Tom or my neighbor, the neighbor boy that's learning magic. He loves slivers, and that's one of his... It's, it wasn't his first deck, but he couldn't wait to build the sliver yeah, deck. Because it's just it's, it's such an easy mechanic to make them all interact yeah. with each other, and they can get badass yeah. very quickly.
1: Yeah. So what's wrong with that? I don't know. I don't know.
0: How... No. <laughs> It's just easy. I like to make things difficult. It has oh, to be complicated yeah. to make. You can't just go. up. Oh, I'm just going with this sliver. <laughs> what? It works with this sliver
1: too, and then that sliver works with this sliver. <laughs> oh, I'm a genius. Really, it sounds like somebody's lost the slivers too many times. <laughs> no. So what Sliver Queen does? It's a I've seven seven. No, I'm just you kidding. can you can pay to to create just a one one colorless uh, sliver. That's all it does i don't know why
0: it is uh, it doesn't make very cool slivers
1: <laughs> but really it's been right around 40 dollars for as long as i can remember. I, remember I don't have
0: that one and i'm not going to invest I, in it
1: I, I i got one and i love it <laughs> <laughs> but i mean i i remember like thinking i'm pretty sure it was like 40 bucks when i was like
0: uh, a teenager You're probably right. I mean, slivers are super popular.
1: The only problem that it has is it has competition within the Commander community because you have three other five-color 7-7 slivers. And
0: the other ones actually, I feel, are more powerful than
1: this one. They they all are really good
0: um and then there's the one that works each was it each sliver gets other sliver one for
1: legion each. yeah plus one plus one for each other sliver, other sliver that's there's overlord that gets a steal other slivers yeah uh and then you have uh the uh yeah the indestructible one yeah five, i mean five Lord. to
0: add to your collection this is a very good sliver i don't feel like it's the most powerful one but th- is, again reserve list they're not making this. we, sliver we can, we can argue again. about
1: this this <laughs> is probably the most uh powerful one because it's just so easy to combo off with it Uh, continuing what you need is a haste sliver and and then gem hide sliver gem hide sliver and then any if you got something that doubles tokens or if you have something that lowers the cost of the activation you just make a i would say bajillion slivers if you're going combo
0: wise otherwise i would say the other ones are stronger where it's like you come out with the the one that gives you one plus one for each sliver that one feels like when it comes out and you have enough slivers, you're freaking dead. It Doesn't yep. matter. Everybody's dead. Yeah. The indestructible is just—it's hard to deal with. Yeah. You can't really get rid of other slivers once it's on the freaking battlefield. But this one again—it's—it's it's a good—a good commander. It's not going to be printed again. You just keep making slivers. It'd be cool if like it made one one flying like something that they had an ability you know <laughs> come on make this card better <laughs> so
1: the interesting thing about this is when uh there was a product after the first commander set that came out and it was called commander's arsenal it was them scrambling because the or wizard scrambling to put out another commander product because they didn't realize how popular the first commander set was going to be and so what they did was and s- they couldn't reprint sliver queen As a normal cart. So what they did was they printed one of those oversized foils of it in that (laughs) commander's arsenal. It's worth... $25. Twenty five dollars. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I gonna... Because people well, I are guess like, you can be like, this is my
0: commander. It's sitting I... off to the side. It's never going to come in. But you can get it
1: shuffled in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of funny. Like, so what do you do then? It's crazy. And like, I don't want to pay $40 for the actual card. Yeah. I'm just going to pay $20, $25 for, for an
0: oversized foil card. You know what we should do? Huh? Make an oversized deck. Yeah. <laughs>
1: They that's what wizards should come they, up with they need to make print, the land size basic lands <laughs> yeah,
0: make the land full art big land i'd buy that holy crap that'd be awesome
1: i hate uh, a hundred hundred card big <laughs> you'd
0: be standing playing yeah it's kind of like uh was it chess or checkers when you're at the park and it's uh, the standing ones i don't know that was stupid that was a dumb analogy i'm sorry <laughs> no i good. apologize for keep that. going
1: <laughs> no why don't you go to the next card <laughs> all right so, there we go <laughs> uh the last one that i would like talking about because i i love this card because i hate counter spells and so this is called this one is city of solitude uh it's an enchantment from visions it's one green two colorless and players can only play on their turn. Nice. Only play I play like spells that on card their turn. Too. Now, the reason the other reason why I'm surprised that it's like it's cheap yeah, relatively it's like seven bucks.
0: That's pretty crazy.
1: And it just stops any control player in their tracks. And uh, it just it's it kind of just Everybody's going to play spells on their turn.
0: And you know how I hate counterspells. So this sucker... Not, I, not
1: only you, but me. Yeah, we, are we both... Counter spells It just kills the game. It's yeah.
0: <laughs> Counterspells are for modern...
1: <laughs> or, like, legacy. or legacy, actually, legacy more. Yeah. And vintage. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I mean, don't... It's, I just, it's for all magic. It's just not our magic. Yeah,
0: and like Larry said, this one's been sitting at 7 bucks. Actually, it's kind of come down over yeah. the past three years it kind of baffles me it it was at 10 and it's dropped down so yeah this is definitely one to jump on i mean that that helps every if you're playing green you're most likely not combining with blue or counter spell stuff so this helps you not people do stuff to your crap or kill your stuff while you're attacking with most of the time there's
1: not going to be any combat tricks you're going to be able to play whatever spell you want to play and then if you just gear your deck towards that style of just sorcery speed magic yeah generally you tend to have a little bit more powerful spells as well and so
0: but you wouldn't want to necessarily gear your deck because it's a you know commander one card and the whole thing but just having any green deck
1: so like i i went through some of the decks that i had and i was like well this would this goes really well in roshin meander because a lot of x spells Aren't at instant speed. Oh, okay. And so you kind of, I, I play a lot of sorcery, speed, magic, yeah. just naturally in that deck. And City of Solitude goes great in there. So that, that's kind of more of what I'm saying. Or like uh, another one, I'll, I'll probably say Captain say a ton, but you're going to you go love find that deck, a, don't you? Yeah, you, you're <laughs> going to go find a legendary card. Yeah. There aren't any legendary like instants or sorceries. So I, I just really like City of Solitude.
0: Yeah. I agree. That's a good card. I Don't like counter spells.
1: <laughs> don't
0: like people doing stuff when it's my turn.
1: Yeah. Well then it's My turn. You should make a deck with uh like Dragon Rashmi? Lord J- do Rashmi. No no no. That's the opposite <laughs> yeah, of what no. we're talking about. Wait, should, I, should I put this in my Rashmi deck? This <laughs> so makes like, sense. <laughs> but Dragonlord Dromoka is uh basically people can't play spells on your turn. Uh-huh. Uh and it's like a five seven flying lifelink.
0: Oh Not, that's that can't
1: counter it. It's from Khan's yeah. block. Okay, yep. And, I mean, then you can play Grand Abolisher, and you can just stop people from playing counter spells on your turn with that many uh, pieces. Nice. Uh, there's also another card, Defense Grid.
0: Oh, yeah, I do like Defense Grid.
1: Yeah, so Defense Grid is uh, you just... Somebody has to pay three more to play a spell on yep. another player's turn.
0: But that also counts for you. Agreed. Yeah. But that's not too bad. I actually did like that card. I was thinking about picking up that card. I haven't yet. I haven't made the Yeah, I haven't either. But I do like it. Um next part we're going to jump into is actually the Alliance Lands because we wanted to start with um, Lake of the Dead which is pretty expensive right now. It's at $28. So it kind of fits in this higher category of our more expensive cards. But we do feel like it's
1: it's, it's an example of, of something that we've speculated on a bit yep each of us have bought it i bought like 10 of them i got 24
0: of them for four bucks or under and that was right before it was jumping well we kind of knew it was jumping weren't didn't we or did it jump a couple months after us it it jumped
1: it was 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 doing the creeping up thing and then you're like uh i kind of want this card anyway
0: yeah i just actually i'm down to my last one of the uh, not moderate played, uh, the heavy played ones that I'm so I've sold 12 of them for 20 bucks each. Hey. Not, not one on all 12 for 20 it was 12. Hey. Each of them were 20 bucks. And we got those, I think those are the heavy played ones. So I got those for like three bucks. Yeah. It was crazy. And I, I kept, I'm holding on to my 12 for the prices to go up more. And those are moderate play to light play ones. So I kept the nicer ones just wanted to get rid of the, The beat up ones
1: what it really kind of does is it helps fuel the addiction of magic as well you can be like i'm gonna reinvest
0: (laughs) exactly that's what i'm doing right now actually the ones i've been selling oh by the way but the card does we didn't even say what the card does it's pretty good uh when it comes into play you sacrifice a swamp or you bury it now the swamp doesn't have to be untapped so that's kind of a good bonus there so you can do what you want to do that turn tap it Whatever, cast your stuff, then play this, and you kill your swamp. A lot of times, sometimes has a downfall of it has to be on tap, which the ones we will be talking about in a little bit, some of those have those downfalls to it. Uh, Then the card, what it does is you tap it to give you one black swamp. Hey, that's pretty good. But the big thing with it is you can sacrifice a swamp to give you four uh, swamps basically for
1: for black mana and your mana yeah for that turn it's it, pretty badass it's some especially some pretty with heavy rock <laughs> yeah it's heavy ramp it's great and Gitrog monster yeah. um anything like Necro- a- or not Necrosar, uh, Mas- uh my mazarek deck mazarek yeah, yeah that
0: one it works well with that yep i like it a lot it's but it's 28 bucks now when we got in when it was low i still feel like it's a good card to get in as an or even at this price
1: at least one of one, it, yeah. it really ramps you hard, in, in black decks, and it can be really solid in a lot of those. Yeah. And then um, next on our list would be thawing glaciers. It's a card that it's, is it? I'm pretty sure it's one of the original fetch lands. Yeah, it's pretty badass. I like it. It it really helps in like, or okay. So what it does is it comes into play tapped, and then you can uh, pay one. Tap it and go and put a basic land, basic land into play yep. tapped, and then when it's in your graveyard at the end of that turn, it's returned to your hand.
0: So it filters out your deck, and it, you need that for EDH. It also gets you mana. It's, it's consistent. Yeah.
1: It uh, one strategy that it can be really good with is uh, in landfall decks. Yep. Where you because you, you're
0: bringing it back to your hand, and then you're playing that again. You'll always be yeah. able
1: to be playing a land when you have thawing glaciers going. It's slow. It's like a glacier. Uh, but ts
0: Sorry, no sound effect. <laughs> yeah, that
1: was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's so, some Lowry humor it, uh, for you there.
1: <laughs> but consistency is kind of what you're going for when it comes to uh, commander and.
0: And with commander, it's th- the biggest two things I think is drawing and your land and yep. how much land you get. If you get screwed with mana, you're. R-
1: ramp is a thing. Yeah, you need to ramp EDH. and you need
0: to draw, and yep. this. Helps with the filtering, not only getting you land, but filtering out your deck so you're drawing Less things lands. that you need yeah. instead of Spells. just land. Uh, but the nice thing, too, about this one is it's been sitting at 9 bucks, under 10 bucks, for freaking seven years. This card has not gone up in price and again
1: i this is one of them that had a judge promo foil printed for it damn you judge foils (laughs) it's pretty
0: it's gorgeous i know but (laughs) but it it does suppress the price
1: on non-foil because i feel
0: like it helps people if they want to invest into this card yeah it doesn't mean it's going to necessarily jump soon but I feel like it is more than it isn't because of how everybody's been buying the reserve list stuff.
1: Yeah, it it has some potential because it's actually usable, and that's kind of why we're talking about a lot of these cards. They've been fairly steady for a couple years, and they're usable. Yep. Unlike some of the older cards that are unusable and have jumped. Yep. And and
0: they're not on our our list um, to buy because it's just, like I said, we just bought these because they fit in our commander decks or can fit in our commander decks mm-hmm. i actually don't know do you have a thawing glaciers in your deck i don't, uh, I don't think I think I have, it, have one yet
1: i i've i don't have any of my landfall decks going right now but when i do i have that okay yeah because i there. bought
0: i didn't have one until this summer when we got all that okay. so i haven't had the chance to put it in there and my only landfall deck is pretty shitty it's the uh, god one the white White, oh, green. green, white. Yeah, I, I don't like it. <laughs> I've been meaning to kill it, and then I, like, go through the cards and, I'm like, oh, this is actually kind of a cool deck. I should maybe <laughs> play it next time. And then when we play I don't even... I get to it, I'm like, about that it. deck sucks. Why do I even have this in here? You're too hard on <laughs> it's your <so> deck. stupid. <laughs> so... Next on our list is Keldr- Keld... How do you say it? Keldor- I say Keldoran. Keldoran Outpost. Outpost. That one I've had for a long time. Actually, that was in my 60-card decks. Yeah. But that one, what it does is it comes into play, sacrifice a planes or bury it. So it's kind of similar as the black one. Uh, it gives you one plains, uh, one white mana. Or you tap one white and one colorless and tap it, and it creates a 1-1 white creature. Now, it doesn't... Sp- specify that oh no it does it is a soldier, soldier. yes it's a, yeah, it's a white soldier i was reading ahead and didn't see the soldier part i thought it was a soldier because i thought i had it in my soldier well, deck. One, <laughs> one
1: place that's really good to look up all these old cards is gatherer.com uh wizards it's a wizard site and they'll show all the uh, errated uh wording and so a lot of these words on the older cards have changed yeah. drastically and if you want clarification on these older cards you can always go to gatherer.com and that helps a ton no gatherer -er. Gatherer. (laughs) Gatherer. gatherer.com yeah this
0: one sitting at five bucks it's it has i mean it's kind of been on on the rise a little bit but that's gone from four to five dollars pretty much and i think you could probably get these on tcg for under four i would guess right now yeah yeah because you don't
1: if if you want to play with it you don't have to need you don't need it to be mint. Yeah. or anything yeah. but if you're looking to speculate mint is going to be the better way to go. And
0: it, it, it's a good card to have cuz I mean yeah, you kill one of your planes, you get it in replacement of that, but it also can help you get some chump blockers out there if you're yeah. getting beat down with somebody that doesn't have trample or whatever, it's it it's, can kind of save you a little bit from getting a beat down cuz that does happen a lot in commander games where you have four people or, you know, three other people there. And somebody's looking to attack and like, well, who's open? And if you have this guy, at least you get a little chump blocker yeah. and show that you have some presence. Um, because some, I've had that where I lose a game because I'm trying to set up for my combo to go off. But in the meantime, I don't have anything sitting out. So everybody just kills me because you're easy. Yeah, because at that, that point, oh, we're talking like, about the game, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, baby. (laughs) My wife thinks I'm easy. (laughs) That's a good thing. (laughs) But again, this one hasn't really risen in price. It's a good card to have. I definitely like this card for decks. I have it in my decks. This one I do have in my decks. And some of the strategies that
1: it goes in is like just... There are a ton of token strategies out there, which this would be solid in. Um, You don't
0: don't think a 1-1 really does much, but it really can... Make or break your game. It can deter somebody from attacking you.
1: Yeah, there's a like it's solid in Giselle that yeah. like you can pay five and each of your attacking creatures get plus x plus x for each yeah. attacking creature. Yeah, then, and so <laughs> like this just can spam little tokens while you're trying to build just up build, your mana base. Oh,
0: oh, what's Lowry doing over there? Uh, he's just making little one ones. Yeah. Don't worry about Lowry over there. What's that? What's that little guy? <laughs> oh, don't worry about that little guy. Uh, oh,
1: no, he's attacking with 10-10-10s. 10, 10, yeah. <laughs> it's a great feeling. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, they just made Anointed Procession and Amonkhet, yep. which would double the amount of tokens that you have.
0: The, Doubling season, parallel lives. Yeah, if you're
1: going green-white tokens, that's yeah. a great thing to be doing, too. Yeah. So there's uh, a lot of good area for this to be played. Yeah, definitely. Next on our list uh, so is the blue one, which would be Soldevi Excavations. Yeah um this one
0: this one has to be actually you have to do an untapped island you have to when it comes into play you bury it unless you sacrifice uh untapped island which that's kind of the little downfall but
1: the, the difference though is when you tap it you get a colorless and a blue that's for the mana nice. yeah. or you can pay one and tap it and it essentially scries you a card you Bef- look at the top card yeah. it's it's scribe before, before scry. it was scry. Yeah. <laughs> This this one I I actually
0: bought quite a few on because I had a feeling that this one was going to be good like I, I this was the one I bought the most of I think about thirteen of them when we were doing this and I got them for about forty cents and now it's over three fifty at the the moment it jumped higher than that bu- not a bad buy yeah and I'm still going to hold on to those because I still feel like it can go higher because that's a, a scry ability on a land is pretty good. A consistent, yeah, one. consistent. It's not just your the, the Theros
1: scry lands are fairly solid in multicolored yeah. decks. They're it's like drawing or half drawing half a card. That's what they say for scrying. Yeah, and if you can consistently do that, you're It's pretty you're badass. Just, yeah, I think
0: a lot of times that people get uh, hung up on with these lands and maybe why they haven't taken off as much is that whole sacrificing thing. It's it's hard because you do you lose part of your mana base you know
1: i I've run into problems i I play Keldorn, uh outpost probably the most out of these and i I have run into it where I'm like I don't have like a planes like it's really it's oh, really yeah. rough to play early early like if you open up the hand and you have planes colorless land, and one of these uh fallen empires you're you're gonna be down to two land and you've gotta hope that you're yeah. drawing land so they can be sketchy early game if you're drawing them you meant early. alliance right yeah what i say
0: fallen empires yeah Ugh, why'd you say fallen? they're all, empires. They're all bad sets <laughs> let's be honest i was like ooh, fallen empires no that's not the right <laughs> alliances <line>. gross yeah. <laughs> remember rainbow veil <Vale>. yeah <laughs> we
1: should play with that
0: no we should play with it again like help each other out let's put it in all it's, our decks
1: it's not bad in zedru with the great herder which one is that? Oh, it's, that's the one where you give people you yeah, give them, yeah. the original
0: Commanders. wasn't Yeah, that? yeah, yeah that's, that's part of the original. Yep. Yeah, I actually have a few copies of that bad boy. They're actually selling for, I don't know, I think it was like five or seven bucks or something like know. that. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but this was basically the last one of the good Alliance lands. Worth playing, yeah. worth
1: buying. Yeah.
0: The um, the last two are... The Heart green one of Yavimaya. Yeah, that one jumped... And I just don't feel like it's good. Um, that one, you have to sacrifice a forest. It doesn't have to be tapped, but it does what the other ones do. It gives you a one, one green. green mana. But then it gives the other part of his target creature gets one plus one until end of turn. That That's pretty weak. Yeah. Uh... For a commander, I feel like it's kind of weak. But it, it did it jump is. in the last year, six months from since on the dollar i think i got those for 50 cents and now it's 250 it's it's
1: hard to think of uh somewhere good where you want to be sacrificing a land and then it only to be be able to get plus one plus one on a creature
0: so this one i would say if you want it get one copy of it uh if you really want it, i don't even think you have to get this one necessarily it's yeah if you want to add it for your collection of the alliance lands um Maybe get it. Go for it. Yeah, and that, that kind of goes in far. with the red one. Red one does.
1: Balduvian Trading Post. When it comes into play, you sacrifice. Is that an untap? Yeah, it's an untap. But, but it gives you the an untap mountain, and then it gives you when you tap it, it's a colorless on a red. Or you can tap one and tap it, and it deals one damage <laughs> to target attacking That's creature. so
0: bad. That's so bad. They Why are... would you ever give away the two mana there, the one colorless and red, just so you can tap one to do one damage to a creature that's attacking? attacking. creature. That's attacking. Not many creatures have the toughness of one, one. when you're attacking and commanding. Yeah, gear. commander. Yeah, that'd it's, be. It's pretty brutal. If you have something that has a toughness of one, you're most likely having that sit back and not do anything. And just be a chump. Yeah, it's not.
1: Yeah, or it has an ability that's. It'd be different if you could ping stuff. If you're like, all right, I can do one damage, one damage to, to that, that
0: creature just sitting. In there, but it
1: has to be attacking. Now,
0: it could be attacking another player, but once again, Who's going to be attacking with something that has a, p- a toughness of one, especially if they know that this is on the board. And again, this one jumped, but not like the other ones. I mean, it went from $0.40 cents up to 75 I think you could probably get it for $0.50 cents still. Uh, so it didn't have a big jump, so other people knew it was pretty crappy.
1: I have never used this, and I've never wanted <laughs> I to know, use
0: it. I was, like, reluctant to buy it. I was <laughs> like, all right, I'll just buy one. <laughs> so, it's in my collection.
1: <laughs> well, we can move on. We don't yeah. want to necessarily <laughs> talk about cards we no. don't want to play yeah
0: but uh, again it's reserve. whatever whatever i don't think that one even will get much higher than a yeah, dollar it's not
1: something i would speculate on it's There's not so something much... i would play in commander it's
0: the uh other ones are just so much better than this one but just a get one
1: <laughs> uh, it is reserve list yeah so.
0: reserve we're just gonna pound that in <laughs> pound, pound it, it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah that should do it for our part one of our reserve list or more expensive cards yeah and then we're going to you know, move into our next episode should have a little bit more
1: uh the the cards that you potentially could speculate a little bit more and buy like 10 ish of yeah that could potentially turn into more for trading or selling yeah uh to uh fund your cardboard crack <laughs> addiction <laughs> uh... if you so wish
0: so, yeah, if you think that there's any that we might have missed, maybe um, maybe shoot us a email at commandersmiths at gmail.com, or you can reach us on Twitter.
1: Yeah, any, yeah, Twitter at commandersmiths. Everything's is uh, commandersmiths. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind
0: of unique. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, if you think there's uh, something we missed for more expensive cards, just you, uh, maybe throw us a little... Let us there. know. Yeah,
1: I, there's, I'm sure, sh- cards are awesome.
0: Yeah, so, so. But, yeah, until next time, we'll uh, see you later. Thanks a bunch.